Welcome to another episode of Your Mother and My Dog, the podcast. Uh, this is episode 62. Episode 62, Your Mother and My Dog, the podcast. Today, uh, we are doing a movie, a fun movie with two of our favorite people in it, which we'll get to in a bit, but um, it is the second annual Jesse's birthday episode. So happy birthday, Jesse. Thank you. This day is for you. So this is the second um, the second birthday episode we've done for you. Do you remember, although I don't know if we, we talked about it, but I looked up what episode came out around your birthday. So this mm-hmm. is the second one. Do you remember what episode, uh, what movie we did for your birthday? Of course you don't. Of course I do. Okay. It was don't a Jesse can't... movie. It yeah. Makes... I don't, you don't need to tell me. I know exactly what movie it is. It's the good old, um, just racking my brain here because, uh, I, I just say, I know what it is. I just creating suspense. It's obviously Green Lantern. You think episode three Green Lantern came out in June of 2022, even though we started the podcast in January? Yes. How's Moving Castle? Oh. Episode 21, How's Moving Castle. Um, 41 episodes later, here we are doing your birthday. Doing my birthday. Um, how was your birthday? Uh, it was pretty good. I didn't really get up to too much. And my main birthday night, if, if you want to call it that, like my birthday celebration, I'm considering that is going to be happening tomorrow. Going out to a movie and dinner. Favorite, yeah. din- di- favorite dinner place and a movie I've been looking forward to that I won't be watching with you. Um, and again, I just wanted to apologize for not being able to make it. Um, Thursday nights are normally pretty busy for me. Yeah, I knew that. Oh, oh, wait, I wasn't invited. No, you were not. <laughs> but um, this conflict that we're having, I, I, I'm going to be real with you. I manufactured it uh, because right. the movie we watched is quite a lot like that. Um, it's man versus man, mm-hmm. face versus face. Um, which off versus off. Yeah. Which he, I mean, they do not to speak about the movie, but the words face off is said in this movie. It is Nicholas cage being like, I want to take his face off face off face off. Great film. I did just realize that I didn't, I didn't pick a movie for next week. Oh, great. I do have a list. So I, a few days ago, I, I built a list. I was on Netflix. So I'm like, I'm going to pick a bunch of movies off of Netflix that I want to watch. Mm-hmm. So I do have a list of eight movies. Oh, okay. But I well, did. We have 55 did, minutes to think about it. I did think of a movie tonight um, that I didn't put on the list. Now I don't remember it, but that's okay. We have tons of time. Um, so tonight... Um, what did you have for dinner? For dinner, I well, I didn't really eat dinner. I kind of ate like a really er, late lunch. 
But if I if I were to say what my late lunch was, it was a crostini, a pepperoni crostini. Are you joking? No, I'm not joking. Um, like frozen? Yeah. It's disgusting. Uh, we went to Costco, and um, I had two co- Costco hot dogs. Wow. Yeah, that is much better. Well, they're very filling. They're very filling and very cheap. I did have one of those recently. $3 for two hot dogs. Those hot dogs will... One hot dog. I'm surprised you ate two, to be honest. Plus fries. My word. You know what I like about it there? I haven't been to Costco prior to the most recent time in like years. But now you can like go and order your food. You don't even have to talk to anyone. It's just a little screen. And your order just comes right up. And there's self-checkout lines for when you buy your groceries. It's a It's a magical thing. Yeah, it's crazy because uh, we did go through this self-checkout and I did do the screen thing. So mm-hmm. I didn't have to talk to anybody. Um, but when we did self-checkout, um, there was somebody there being like, oh, let me scan your stuff for you. Like, why am I doing self-checkout then? You're just going to scan all my stuff for me. The whole reason I go through the self-checkout is because I don't want to interact with people. Yeah. So anyways, uh, we went to Costco kind of on a whim tonight and we spent $300. Well, well, I mean, that'll happen. Yes, that'll happen. I think, yes, I have picked my movie for next week, but that's that's for 50 minutes from now. Okay, yeah. Keep that in we'll the back of your noggin. Um, all right. Well, I told you, okay, so I watched um, Jury Duty. Oh, just closing the door. Um, I, we watched a whole series called Jury Duty. Um, that was cool. I guess I didn't say that on the podcast, but have you watched anything recently? I Just going remember. through all the hits here. Right. Oh, I can't remember if I watched this and talked about it the last episode. Now that I'm thinking about it, I probably did. I watched Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Did I talk about that last time? Yeah, it was mentioned. Oh, okay. Then I have not seen anything since that. <laughs> Literally okay. nothing. You just kind of go home, eat your tostado or whatever you said, and then um, go to bed and then do it all again. Yeah, I have a tostada. I stare at the wall for four to five hours and go to bed. I bought a chocolate bar tonight, or I guess today during work, a well, can milk. I bought a zoo, me and um, Brad Pitt. Didn't go well. Mark Wahlberg's in that movie. Mark Wahlberg is, um, he is in one of the movies that I was thinking about doing, but it, it's not going to happen. Um, I, I bought a, a caramel bar. I love caramels, which made me think, um, I should ask Jesse what his favorite chocolate bar is. If you, if you were at a grocery store, like I need a chocolate bar and all of the chocolate bar options were there. Which one would you be choosing? Well, it's funnily enough, Greg asked me this very question, not but a few days ago. And my answer to him was between two, um, a Mars bar, and the other was a caramel. Wow. We were so similar. Uh, what was his answer? 
Well, huh? I mean, I assumed he was like, oh, I would do this. I would, no, I, would pick I don't this think one. he told me. It was a one-sided yeah. conversation. And I wasn't interested in asking him. It's like, I don't give a crap. So just ask me and get get out of the locker room so I can enjoy my break. You know what I mean? You guys have a locker room? We do have a locker room. It has one chair, which I sit in for my breaks, even though we have a break room. Because I, again, the whole human interaction thing, I'd rather just kind of sit on my own. Are you guys wearing still wearing masks at work? No, but we were up until not that long ago. Like three months ago, maybe, or so. That's surprising for a hospital environment. It is. There's still a few areas in the hospital you have to wear it. But um, for the most part, you do not have to wear a mask in the hospital anymore. Unless, I assume, you're like around patients. Um, yeah, I think for like, if you go into patients' rooms and they have certain restrictions or... Yeah, certain ailments that make them fairly susceptible or something. I think you probably have to wear a mask. But at my job, you don't go into the patient's rooms. So there at we least do. You, sh- you shouldn't. You shouldn't, anyway. We do have a couple of people who go and fill the areas in like the OR. So when you go to the operating room and you're in like the clean part of the operating room, then you need to. I think you need to mask up because that's where like they do the surgeries and stuff. You get pretty close to the people getting surgeries. You don't get in the same room, but it's close. Right. But that that's not COVID related. That's just how it is. Yes. It's not COVID related. That is just like patient related. So you've seen people getting surgeries. Um, Yes. What's the grossest thing you've ever seen in an operating room? Well, so basically you, you are in behind the, the operating rooms and you're filling, you know, the gloves and sterile water and stuff like that. And then there's windows into the operating rooms. So you don't have, you're not like forced to look, but sometimes you happen to see it's only happened, you know, half a dozen times that I've seen something. And one time I looked over and, and there was a guy's leg completely like flayed open he, and he was getting, you know, some sort of surgery done. That was the most jarring thing I saw. That's disgusting. Do you know what? Um, yeah. Something that I saw recently that was kind of disgusting. Yourselves in the mirror. <laughs> there were there was a guy who had uh, uh, surgery on his on his face. They cut off somebody's face and put on a new face, um, and it it transformed his whole body and. His, and he was he looked exactly like the person that they cut his, they cut the face off of and the face, the face they the face, face that off. they took the guy was in a coma and they thought well he's not waking up and then he did and just to enact some sort of revenge he put on the face that that first guy took off so he he wasn't dead um but they just they didn't have anybody watching him he, he was not handcuffed to the bed no he could literally just wake up and leave whenever he wanted to we're talking about face off today uh, the 1997 american science fiction action thriller film starring john travolta nicholas cage directed by john wu wikipedia says that this was considered is considered one of john wu's best films would you agree with that 
I've only seen one other of John Woo's films, and it was a steaming pile of trash. So yes, and, and so yes, I would say that. Uh, this is a um, Academy Award nominated film. Sound effects ending. They didn't win. Right. Let's see what else Mr. Wu's doing. It's a lot of. Oh yeah, hard boiled. Right, we talked about that. It's a. It's a lot of. Um, he did. He did a lot of movies in his in his native China. Mm-hmm. Still alive. Um, but yeah, he did um, Mission Impossible Two, which you hated. Yeah. Like John Wu is a name like everybody recognizes, but the movies he's done is a whole bunch of nothing. Yeah, he hasn't done that that many. You know, a lot of the things that I dislike about Mission Impossible Two do show up in this film as well. It's like it was just like kind of like um, a lot of slow mo and a lot of like over the topness that's like just is so over the top. It's a little cheesy you know yeah um and there was a lot of that in face off for sure yes indeed um i'll ask you a quick question you know when people are doing uh, stunts in film and they need to like say jump off a large building or they get hit they get shot with a shotgun blast and they get sent back 10 feet or um, you, they walk into like, like an one of those air machines. Yeah, one of those flown back into a to a fence. Yeah, one of those air machines. Um, what? How do they do that? What's like the practical way that they create that effect? Do they use like some sort of wiring system? I would assume it's wiring, and then they fall into a, a big mat. Right, and then when you pr- take those uh, those shots and you put them to film what do you usually do do you like sort of make it so you can't see the wires could you see wires oh so many times i was gonna say like the stunt people looked nothing like the two of them right but i didn't i don't recall seeing any wires but that's interesting to be fair there was probably 800 scenes where there was wires used there was just so many action scenes that surely they were meant to miss one or two which they certainly did more two so hours even. and 18 minutes yeah two hours and 18 Long minutes way. it felt but, every minute i felt every minute of that let me tell you i'm gonna tell you that i didn't hate this movie right this movie was a lot better than i thought it was going to be i mean it is a like it's a pretty infamous movie everybody knows face off right um so i pulled a jesse and like i went in with no expectations Mm -hmm. and i thought that it was it's gonna be a little you know a little cheesy a little actiony um but i didn't i thought it was much better than than i was kind of counting it to be right yeah i was well i think before i went to the movie store and rented this movie my expectations were pretty low. I had talked to a few people about it. Um, little Ben being one of them, he said this movie, he hated it. He said it sucked. And I said, okay, well, that's good to know. And then I went and picked up the movie from the video store. And, he, and the guy goes, well, have you seen this movie before? I said, no. I said, oh, you're in for a treat. This movie is amazing. And so 
Now he's he's freaking runs a movie store. He ought to know. Yeah, but to be fair, though, it's a it's a failing movie store. That is true. He is going out of business, so maybe he has no idea what he's talking about. So then I got kind of like, okay, so maybe it's really good. Maybe it's really bad. I had a, I had a feeling it was going to be like how it is, kind of like letting um, Nick Cage especially just kind of do his thing. Lots of action. That is essentially what happened. I, I liked... Well, okay, I didn't... This was Nicolas Cage's best film. I didn't like him the best. But mm-hmm. I, um, I thought his over-the-topness was fun. Yes. Um, it was kind of watered down a little bit once he was um, John Travolta because obviously John Travolta had... Well, the way they were trying to play it was, you know, John Travolta in Nicolas Cage's body, so he had to like learn how to how to act. Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't hate I didn't hate the movie. Um, I I was not Team Ben on this one for sure. I did. Um, it was a bit of a shame that Nicolas Cage as Caster Troy. I, I wish we had more of that because I thought that was the best acting part of the movie so over the top but very entertaining john travolta as a bad guy doesn't do it for me yeah yeah he's okay in um what's good about fiction he's not the bad guy well he's kind of the bad guy depends how you look at it i guess good guy bad guy I don't know. I guess maybe he is the good guy. He's kind of in the middle, I would say. But yes, I mean, clearly not as good of a performance as Pulp Fiction as he was, as you know, as he was in this film. Uh, we saw a familiar face. Well, we saw a few familiar faces in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, one being the doctor who switched the faces around. Uh, Colm Fior. We know him from Umbrella Academy, even though you hated the movie. But he was in something we we watched. Oh, he's in Chronicles of Riddick. That's right. Of course. And also Danny Masterson. Yes, Danny Masterson in a brief role as a rapist. So that's cool. Well, <laughs> a, attempted race, a rapist. Right. He tried to work. Uh, John Carroll Lynch. Um, he was the main prison guard. Um, he... You may know him from like, well, he's in Fargo, um, but his big role, he was in like the Drew Carey show or something. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah, he was, I think. Drew, Drew Carey's brother. He's in a lot of things. He's one of those actors who's like in a lot of different things. Yeah, he's in a lot of things. Um, the acting in this was it was fine is it it's middle of the middle of the road acting it's the two main guys your john travolta and your nicholas cages i don't think did enough to save the acting score right it was a it was a it was a fine it was a this is it's not gonna look good Mm -hmm. but the action was fun 
I mean, I had a lot of fun with the action for a while. It was so over the top and so outlandish. But then it did the thing like as I think I'm thinking of like when I saw Lord of the Rings for the first time in theaters, where I the or actually Return of the King for the first time in theaters, where there's like four times where you're sure the movie's going to end and it doesn't. I think we had the same experience with Con Air. Whereas like, okay, surely this is the end of the action. It's like, oh no, they hopped off the plane and they're on motorcycles now and they're driving around. I think, I think this movie suffered from that a little. I, I was feeling the two hours and 16 minutes. I was like, okay, I think, I think I'm done with the action. Um, a problem I had was that, yeah, it was a long movie, but they started off so strong with like Nicolas Cage in, in a church. And like doing all that. It was a pretty iconic scene. Mm -hmm. Him in a church. Mm -hmm. Singing. And then it just kind of fell off. Yeah. Like there was none of that anymore. It was just kind of. Well that's just it. I mean that's almost all we get of. Of um, Nick Cage's Castor Troy. And then it becomes switched around. And it's not as. Not as good. Um, Another problem I had was that John Travolta's character. I, I I don't know if I've ever seen a character named Sean. Like a movie. I mean, I've never seen one named Caster, but Sean is an interesting choice. Um, but he, he agrees to this, this crazy face swap surgery. You know, it's right. 1997. Mm-hmm. Like it's, way ahead of his time um but just to be thrown in prison and there's just just to be miserable in prison so what why did he agree to do that because he he thinks he thinks uh caster's dead anyways yeah well the whole thing was to get his brother to confess where the bomb was right so I mean, that's a risk, but okay. I mean, he did say where the bomb was very quickly. But then, of course, uh, the real Caster Troy had come back. If I was to rewrite this movie today, I would probably make the bomb the focal point of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, that should have been the climax. That shouldn't have been, like, like 35 minutes into the movie. Oh, the bomb's... The bomb's done. Yeah, that might have been part of what what made the movie feel longer too, because it's like, oh, okay, the plot is is done now. I guess it's like, no, that was just like a weird side thing. You gotta you gotta strap yourself in. There's plenty more to go. This movie had a lot of um, like, okay, so it's not a masterpiece. I did like it, but uh, it had a um a trait to it that some bad movies have, but bad movies that are so bad, they're good where like shit happens on the screen and it's so outlandish that it just makes you like turn to whoever you're watching it and like, just imitate what they just did or say what they just said. Cause it's so just wild. I, I'm thinking of a lot of like, you know, when they were doing the face touching thing, <laughs> it's just like, got so awkward. I was like, okay. I've had like enough when, of that. When he he would do that to like all of his children, 
Yes. It's so kind of like his, ro- his wife t- touched their face. It was very strange. It's cool that they just, okay, here's, I have a few different, a few things that also bug me about this movie. Um, the, the one that happened at the end when, well, he'd, uh, Caster Troy died very easily after all that. Um, but then all of a sudden, which we, we saw this from a mile away, but John Travolta steals Caster Troy's son. Right. And then he just is interested. It's like, oh, go show your new brother his room, but doesn't like ask his wife. Yeah. Yeah. Mackenzie said the exact same thing. It's like, oh, okay. Just. <laughs> well, he does kind of. Well, he does, no, he doesn't really ask. He does after the fact. Like, is it okay? And then she's like, yeah, I guess. I mean, he's already, I mean, he's getting already his, here. picking his room. Yeah. Um, and then, well, another one thing that kind of bugged me, and this is just like a something that I would do in this situation, but so we we have this face swap thing, but a mm-hmm. lot of the conflict in the movie is um, John Travolta in Nicolas Cage trying to convince like his his friends that he's John Travolta. So why couldn't he just have been like to his wife, like, "Hey, I'm doing this thing." So, like, if I show up as myself, you know something's wrong. Or um, if I come to you looking like the guy who killed our son, then that's that's me. Um, <laughs> believe me, because that would have stopped so much conflict um, and probably saved a lot of lives. Yeah, it was weird that they're they're like, okay, we need to do this mission, but you can't tell anybody, not even your wife. It's like, why can't you? Why? Like somebody besides the guy who did it should have known, right? But they took care of him pretty quickly. So they took care of him and like the two people that like were watching. Yeah, so pretty dumb. Pretty dumb for a guy really high up in the FBI or whatever. Sounded like you don't like the movie very much. There's a lot of problems with the movie, um, for sure. But for what for what it was. An iconic action movie starring two iconic actors. It was mm-hmm. fine. Um, I have some some actor combos that were considered for for this movie. Oh, and I want you to tell me if you'd watch it. Okay. Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger face no. off. No, no. Michael Douglas and Harrison Ford. What the fuck? That'd be interesting. Um, yeah, that's a maybe. Alec Baldwin and Bruce Willis. <laughs> maybe, but I, if Bruce Willis could evoke his, um, oh, what's that movie we watched him with? What's that movie? What's that movie? Like Death Becomes Her? Yeah. If you get Death Becomes Her, Bruce Willis, I would say yes. Um, and a red flag. Um, was that Johnny Depp wanted to play the role of Sean Archer, played by John Travolta, but he passed after reading the script. Hmm. Johnny Depp. 1997 Johnny Depp. That would have been kind of cool. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a good pick by you, for sure. It was different. I haven't seen a movie like this before. Interesting concept. Um... I just read that this is 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. And like 7.3 on IMDb. 
Hmm. I mean, 1997 was a different time. Um, this has been labeled as part of the holy trinity of Nicolas Cage films, um, along with Con Air and The Rock. So we've watched Con Air and now Face Off. We just have to watch The Rock. Right. Which I haven't seen. Me Didn't neither. know he was even in it. I always thought that was a Sean Connery movie. Well, there you go. Now you know. It won't be next week. Okay. Fair enough. We've done a lot of Nick. This is what, our third Nick Cage movie? At least, yeah. More than that, probably. But oh, wait, we'll probably take a, take a little break from Nicolas Cage. Maybe it's our fourth. I don't know. I think we did this last time. Ghost Rider. One. Ghost Rider, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, Con Air, and Face Off. Yeah, fourth. Uh, yeah. How's Moving Castle? Okay, well. And how's Moving Castle, of course. Anything anything else you want to... Anything else you, you have for this movie? Um, Face off? No, I don't think so. I don't think um, so. The, the two of them spent two weeks getting to know each other um, before filming. Oh, yeah, so they could, like, mimic how they... Their little quirks, how they... Facial expressions and such. Um, the crew shot on Nicolas Cage's birthday. John Woo let Cage get emotionally charged up for a scene, then surprised him with a birthday cake. Afterwards, Cage asked Woo not to do that again. <laughs> oh, okay. Funny fact is that Nicolas Cage's birthday is my birthday. Oh, shit. That is a fun fact. Speaking of birthdays, happy birthday again to the birthday episode, episode 62, Face Off. I can't wait for seven more episodes from now. I guess that's a Josh movie. You better make it appropriate. I think episode 60, well, that should have been like an idle hand or a two with my car, but Mm -hmm. I think 69 will happen after you come back from wherever you're going. Samoa. Yes, indeed. Um, okay, well, yeah, good, good talk. Great talk. Do you want to get on to our scores? Sure. Just one, uh, one last note. Uh, originally, Nicholas Cage turned down the role of Caster Troy, citing a lack of interest in playing a villain. Hmm. However, once he was told that he would actually be playing the hero for the majority of the film, he quickly signed on. Wow. Wow, that's right. Okay. Okay, yeah, let's get to our scores. Hard to say where we're going to go with this one. Um, but, ha- oh, Danny Masterson, his name was Carl in the movie. Interesting. Okay. Ha- you start with our acting scores, please. Okay, I'd be, I'd be happy to. Um, I wouldn't say the acting was particularly good in this movie. Um, I liked Nicolas Cage's performance, but it was over the top, and I wouldn't say it was um, what you would consider classically good acting. But I don't, I, I don't know. It was very operatic. 
very over the top, and I, I kind of liked it. John Travolta, not so much. His performance was like kind of muddled and sort of just meh. And then the surrounding characters, overall, not fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a little hard to pin down the pin down the acting, given I feel like they were over the top on purpose. I don't know. I think for acting, I'd give it a, a five. Not nothing too special. Yeah, I'm gonna give acting a four point five myself because everybody was bad. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage was Nicholas Cage. And John Travolta was John Travolta. Right. So those two just couldn't save the acting score. Um, yeah, just not great, but you don't watch this movie for the acting. So that's not to say this wasn't a good movie score-wise. Just acting was bad. 4.5. Yeah. Ending. I'll do ending first. Okay. Um, as I said before, I thought the climax of the movie, actually, I hadn't said this, but it was a little bit of a letdown. Um, the fact that he, he being Caster Troy died, I thought pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, John Travolta just started cutting off his face for some reason. <laughs> Um, and then the whole, it was just really awkward with the, here's our new son to replace the one that died five years ago. Um, they do the face, you know, they do the face transplant surgery and it, it goes perfectly fine. He looks perfectly good. Um, I was happy the movie was over. It's a long movie. Yeah. Um, but it was actiony, but it, I don't know. It was kind of let down, so I gave it a five point five out of ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, the ending was like as we kind of said, it was a little predictable with like the the kid. It's like, oh, okay, see that coming because he he saw his son in him, and yeah, I felt like at the by the end of it, I was just kind of hoping the movie was going to be done. Cause I just like, it just kept dragging on. And like I said, the problem like with Con Air, just the action just wasn't, wasn't stopping. It's like, okay, let's no, you should know when to call it. I think it should have been called a little while ago. And, uh, and then it finally did end and yeah, it was a little unsatisfying. I think for ending, I'd give it a four, not nothing too special. A little bit of a debt down, let down. Okay. I think you may give this movie a, a weaker score than me so why don't you go first okay yeah it was fun seeing nick cage do do his thing um especially at the beginning of the film and then his performance it changed in a way maybe i didn't like as much and uh yeah overall the acting was not good the action while quite entertaining lots of explosions and 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 such just a little also over the top and it just kind of got to be got kind of old i just felt like i was seeing the same thing over and over and like a lot you know like the whole trope of he's shooting his gun and it's and they're he's shooting back and they just keep missing again and again and again and they just now they're in a boat missing each other with guns and now they're in a plane missing each other with guns and just got just be a little little much for me um 
overall, I mean, there was some fun, fun moments, some quotable moments. I'd give it a four out of 10. Um, four out of 10. That's the second worst movie of the, of the year for you. Yeah. Super Mario brothers. The only worst movie. Um, Okay. Okay. Yes. It was a fun movie for what it was. This movie did, did pretty good at the box office. It had an $80 million uh, budget, which it used, I would assume, mostly on the two actors and all the explosions. Yeah. It was not a boring movie. Um, the man who wasn't there, we talked about last week, we used the word boring a lot. This is not a boring movie. It was long, but it had action followed by, you know, things that moved the plot along and then more action. And then the acting was bad and the ending was not very good. And there was a lot of plot holes and things that made you question the writing of the movie. Um, but I, I didn't hate the movie. I thought it was, I thought it was st- a strong nineties action film. And it was a cool idea, I guess. Um, face swapping. I mean, yeah. Not practical. Um, I didn't give it a four, but I did give it a six out of ten. Okay. Yeah, you know, face off. Had I been in a different mindset, I might have given it a higher score. I mean, I did really like um, Nick Cage. Just didn't couldn't save it enough for me. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, the next movie we're going to do doesn't have Nicolas Cage or John Travolta in it, but it does have other actors. Does it have someone that's been in the movie we've watched? Probably. I will tell you that it is a, an Academy Award winning best picture film. Oh, odds are I've seen it. It's on Netflix. Oh, maybe I should have asked if you've seen it. I've seen like every Oscar-winning movie f- from the last like fifty years. But, but have you have you seen the movie Crash recently? Not, not recently. No. That's uh, that's a movie you, right there. Would you not want to watch Crash? <laughs> um, I'd watch Crash again. I mean, it's on Netflix. It has Ludacris in it. It has Brendan Fraser mm-hmm. from The Whale. I wouldn't recommend The Whale. It's a sad film. Right. Don Cheadle, Sandra Bullock, Matt Dillon, Tony Danza. So you've, you, I take it you haven't seen this movie. Um, I have seen this movie um, back in 2004 mm-hmm. that came out. I remember nothing about it. I just remember that it is controversial because it's like the worst best picture winning film of all time. Right. Uh, Jack McGee's in it. Um, We may know Jack McGee recently. Um, He was in, he was, no, the man who wasn't there. Jack McGee. I know he played a private investigator in, Oh, okay. I know who Jack McGee Now that I see Jack McGee, I go, oh, yes, Jack McGee. So that's the movie you want to pick? 
Uh, yes, I do want to pick Crash. Okay. Because I this is a movie that I think about often, but I haven't seen in I don't know fifteen to seventeen years. That's cool with me. I'll watch it. That. I'll watch it again. Um, but I do have um, some some other movies in mind on my list. Um, probably, and I, I would assume you haven't seen any of these movies, but I think Crash is uh, a good 60, 63 or whatever. Crash. 2004. Right. Netflix. You don't have to leave the house. I love that. Actually, I should double check that. Um, yeah, so cool. Good. Good talk. Crash. Yep, it's on Netflix. Let's just quickly see what I got on. Uh, I'm going to guess, if I had to guess the Rotten Tomato score, it's going to be in the 40s. No, I think it's better than that. Apparently, 74. The you look up crash on Google and there's just a bunch of fiery explosions in the news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it doesn't realize you want the movie. There's a 1996 film called Crash as well. And um it it says there's a question. Why was Crash 1996 controversial? The answer is the film was controversial, as was the book, because of its vivid depictions of graphic sexual acts instigated by violence. Oh. Uh, at the Cannes Film Festival, a screening provoked boos and angry bolts by upset viewers. Well then. Well then, indeed. Have you heard about this, um, this submersible that... Got lost look, trying to find the Titanic. I have. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. Billionaires. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I don't think people are holding out hope at this point, right? They have, I don't know, twelve more hours of of air left. Right. As of recording, um, when this is out. You know, they could be dead. So, Well, that killed the moon. Okay. Uh, would you like to do the box office game? We can if you'd like. We got 12 minutes we need to fill. Well, okay. Um, I'm, I'll give you the date and you tell me if you think this is doable or not. May 13th. 2022. Oh, probably. Do you remember last year? Yeah. Okay, then we'll start off hot just to get you some confidence. Okay. The f- number one movie of the week, May 13, 2022, was a Walt Disney movie. Um, in its second week, it had already made $300 million. Okay. So obviously, a big series. 
did great, great sentence. Did so there was no okay Marvel movies. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. 2022. Did anything come out last year? Um, Spider Man. Would Spider Man be Disney? Yeah. I don't think a Spider-Man movie came out last year. Maybe it did. Well, okay. Well, who's the first actor? You wanted me to give the, give away the first actor already? Yes. Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay. So, I guess they must have made another Doctor Strange. Yeah, the second Doctor Strange did come out for sure. I probably it's saw. It. Doctor, oh, I definitely saw Doctor that. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yep, definitely saw that. Okay, one for one. Uh, second movie, it made a little bit less, sixty-six million over four weeks. It's a Universal film. It's an animated action adventure crime comedy family movie. What's Sam Rockwell is the first actor. Sam Rockwell. Okay, what's the tagline? Good is no fun at all. Good is no fun at all. Wasn't Sam Rockwell like an animated dog or something? Um, I'm trying to think what he could have been. It's so hard when you get the actors for an animated movie. It's like, it doesn't really help me that much. Mark Marin is the second actor. Man. Aquafina is the third actor. Um, Aquafina. A universal animated movie? The Sam Rockwell from last year. Yeah. I have no idea. Huh. I'm going to reveal all hints. Okay. Um, It's about a crew of criminal animals are finally caught after years of heists and being the world's most wanted villain. Mr. Wolf brokers a deal to save them all from prison. I have no idea. Yeah, me neither. Uh, It's called The Bad Guys. Okay. Never heard of it. You know, apparently not a bad movie. I guess so. Sad about our record. Okay, so this is the next biggest one. Paramount Pictures film. $175 million over six weeks. Okay. It's an action adventure family comedy starring James Marsden. Oh my God, jury duty is coming all back around here. I don't even know who James Marsden is. I will tell you that this is probably a Sonic movie. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess he he's, came he's, out in, he's in Sonic. Okay, so it's probably the second Sonic movie. What's that called? Sonic the Hedgehog 2, maybe? I guess so. It is correct. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Wow, Jury Duty. Shout out. That helps me. Shout out Jury Duty. In Jury Duty, he's like, oh yeah, I'm in Sonic. And then the guy doesn't recognize him. Uh. It's all I think. Wow. Good guess. Okay, so this one will be a little bit harder. Number four, a universal film again. Mm-hmm. Uh, 3.8 million in its first week, and it is in the first week. Oh, it's boy. a science fiction thriller horror movie. Oh, boy. 
the first actor is somebody you've never heard of before. That's a good sign. What's their name? Ryan Kira Armstrong. But second actor is Zac Efron. Zac Efron. What was he doing? In a science fiction. What's the The tagline? Never play with fire. Oh, man. I have no stinking idea. The plot is, for more than a decade, parents Andy and Vicky have been on the run, desperate to hide their daughter Charlie from a shadowy federal agency that wants to harass, to, wants to harness her unprecedented gift for creating fire into a weapon of mass destruction. Andy has taught Charlie how to diffuse her power, which is triggered by anger or pain. But as Charlie turns 11, the fire becomes harder and harder to control. After an incident reveals the family's location, a mysterious operative is deployed to hunt down the family and sees Charlie once and for all. Charlie has other plans. Did they remake Firestarter or something? It is Firestarter, yeah. Okay. I did not know they remade that movie. I probably They probably didn't need to. Obviously, it didn't go well for them. It ended up making $9 million on a $12 million budget. Brilliant. Okay, so clearly new movies aren't good for us. There's one more. We're doing fine. It's an, We're doing fine. It's an A well, okay. It's an A24 movie. Okay. Uh, it's made 47 million in 8 weeks. Okay. Action adventure science fiction. Oh, starring Michelle Yeoh. Um, right. So we know what that is. We you watched it. Say it. We you watched it. it. We watched it. She's been in a lot of movies. Not any other A24 movies. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once is the correct answer. This was our highest score. We got 470 points. We're in nice. the 30th percentile. Okay. So good job. We did it. We didn't. Unfortunately, we didn't get the movie that that no one's heard of. But other than that, yeah. Hmm. Well. All right. Good movie. Sonic the Hedgehog two. Well, maybe you know that was filmed here. Right. I'm in that movie. Well. Um, so back to Crash. Um, the film received six Academy Award nominations and won three Best Picture, Best Original Screenplay, and Best Film Editing. Yeah. I can't wait to watch it again. But it's on Netflix. So that helps. So, so good the first time. A lot to talk about. Hey, Josh, you used to work at um, um, BC Ferries, right? Yeah. What's the? How long can you park in the long-term parking there? As long as you want? Um, yeah. Sounds like you're Googling it as if you don't know. Well, you can park in it long, it's long-term as long as you just keep adding time to it. Okay. 
That's all I need to know. Like, I don't know. I don't think there's there will be a limit. Like, as long as you have a, as long as, long as it's paid for. Okay. Um, it is run by uh, Robbins, though. So, so whenever we got a phone call being like, "Oh, I got a ticket," I'm like, "Well, you gotta you gotta call Robbins Parking. It's not nothing to do with us. Sorry." Right. Okay, let's see. Parking. There's seventy three percent available at the park at, at parking right now. Um, so that's cool. Okay. You can pay via the Honk app or pay by phone, but you need to know your license plate number. Mm-hmm. Um, long term, so okay, so for long term, basically it's you pay fourteen dollars a day for fourteen, yeah, and then seven dollars for each additional twelve hour period after the first twenty four hours. So it's fourteen bucks a day, basically. Okay. Do you need a ride to the airport or to the ferry terminal? No, that's okay. I mean, what's what's Mackenzie doing? Why can't she drive you? She doesn't have a license. Oh, that's that'll that'll do it. Yeah. All right. Well, you let me know if you need a ride. Uh, what day of the week is your is your flight? I'm not flying. I'm taking a ferry. It's uh, Friday. Why do I keep saying that? Sorry, you are. Well, I mean, you're eventually flying. Yes. Um, it's a Friday. Okay. Yep. Like early in the morning? You're leaving early in the morning? Yep. Um, taking the 7 a.m. ferry? Yep. Okay. Well, if you want to ride, you let me know, bud. Be happy to do it for you. That sounds like a big ask. I mean, it's not like I'm helping you move. I guess so. I see your car is still sitting um, sitting there. It sure is. I have been very lazy about getting that done. I might just end up recycling it. Recycling a car? Yeah. It's crazy. You, yeah, you take it to the, the shit. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Um, ooh, that'd be a good movie. That's my favorite movie. I don't know, man. And you said you were going for like, for how long? A weekend. You're going for, oh, so, oh, I thought you were, you're leaving like this Friday. Yeah. I thought you were talking about when you fly to, uh, yeah. I just, yeah, I knew what you meant, and I was just kind of like, it would just be easier for me to say yeah. Okay, well, I mean, if you were parking your car at the terminal for that long, that would be expensive. But if you're just going for the weekend, I mean, that's not that bad. Yeah. Well, let me know. Okay, I'll let you know. Or don't let me know. Either way. Okay. Okay, well, thank you so much. Um, happy birthday episode. Thank you very this much. This one this one was good. Um, did you get my card or no? I did not get your card. It's probably because you didn't send one. What's the unit number? Sorry, maybe I'm going to say that. 
we don't want Ben or Greg knowing where you live. Oh, certainly not Greg. I, I don't trust him. He knows what he would do. But I, I might have just got that mixed up. I might have, might have been like, you, maybe you're on the fourth floor and I, I put you on the third floor. So it's, mm. I'll have a talk with my with my people the, at the mail at the mailbox. Um, you have a wonderful, wonderful day, wonderful evening. Thank you so much once again for hanging out and talking about a, a bad movie. Thank you very much as well, Josh. I wish you all the good tidings that God God can deliver. If there's one piece of advice that I can give you as you enter your 31st year, it's uh, don't eat two Costco hot dogs and then stuff your face with Costco fries because you're going to feel it afterwards because you're not a young man anymore. You're 31. Yeah, you got a little tummy ache. These are consequences um, now. You got to live with your hot dog consequences. Yeah. Okay, well. Um, we're not going to hit an hour this time. That's okay. Yeah, we don't. It doesn't. We don't have to. Nobody's the boss of us. Nobody. And that's all. That's all she wrote.